0: What is up everyone and welcome back to another episode of a new level. I'm so glad you could join me today. If you're new to the channel, then thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you get some kind of value out of this. And if you're returning, once again, I thank you so much for coming back. Your time means the world to me. With that being said, let's dive right into this episode. This episode, we're going to take away from the nutrition uh, aspect of it all and start taking uh we're going to take an approach that's down the fitness and working out part of life and general health of your body. Uh today we're going to talk about something that is a little controversial in the fitness industry, but I'm going to give you my two cents of this. And once again, take my opinion with a grain of salt because I am not a doctor. Uh I haven't gone to university, I haven't don't have a degree in this, uh, I'm not a personal trainer, this is, this is what I think, this is what I've seen with people that I work out with, or people that I've helped work out with, um, this is my personal experience and my opinions, take it with a grain of salt. So, we're going to talk about overtraining, uh, kind of give you a rundown of what are we going to talk about. Uh, We're going to talk about what overtraining is, why most of you aren't overtraining, and the fact that it's not so much a a physical thing that you can't do it. Um, We're going to talk about rest days. Uh, We're going to talk about why you need to start pushing yourself harder. How do you know if you push yourself too hard? And finding the happy medium between pushing yourself harder and pulling back the reins a little bit. And then I'm probably going to end up going on a rant uh, at some point in time about why you just need to start, at some point in time, just suck it up and get better. So, let's dive right into this. So, what is overtraining? Overtraining is... Whenever you continuously work out the same muscle group or body part over a very prolonged period of time at very high intense levels, not giving your body enough time to heal. For example, in gymnastics, we work out four and a half to five hours a day. Over the summer, I was doing about 20 hours a week every week for about a month, so it was about four to five hours of practice a day, with two days of rest, well, for two to three days of rest, well, for my body, it can't recover from that that long, or that quickly, so that led to me getting problems in my body, like, uh, my wrist started hurting, Uh, I ended up hurting my knee. Knees, both knees, um, ankles, elbows, joints, muscles, the whole shebang. It was just hurting and I couldn't function right. So that's how I knew that I was overtraining because I knew that my body wasn't doing what it could usually do. And then I realized I didn't give myself enough time to rest. So I backed off a little bit and I let my body recover. Um, But with that less time, I put in more effort, and I got the same results minus the injuries. So that's my personal experience with personal, with overtraining. I'm still kind of battling it right now because I'm still in gymnastics, and I'm still putting in a stupid amount of hours. And, you know, there's some times I just got to take a week off and let my body recover. But that's with me. I'm not saying you should go work 20 hours a week in the gym because it's – That's insane. Number one, that's a huge time commitment. And number two, it's very difficult to do. So, that's my take on what overtraining is. It's overworking your body and not giving it enough time to rest. That's the short and sweet version. 99% of you guys are not overtraining. I'm sorry, but it's true. You're not overtraining. You're not. You think you are, but you're not. Most of you guys hold back because you think you can't do more. You think that you need to hold some reps in the tank um, as like a reserve, as a just-in-case kind of thing. But, I mean, you really don't. Uh, and that that also kind of boils down to it's not so much a physical thing if you can't move the weight as much as it's a you're holding yourself back because your mentality is just not there. You need to go into the gym and go into each set realizing you're going to put in your all no matter what. doesn't mean going to failure. That means putting your all in, having good form, being strong through this, um, pausing where you need to pause, going up at the right rep, and not just speed repping the entire thing and not getting an actual good workout. It's giving your all to the entire workout, not just pushing the failure. So... It's not that you can't do it, it's that you don't want to do it, which is something that you personally need to figure out why you do that. And then every day, get a little bit better and just get a little bit away from that mindset of, I can't do this because it's too heavy. Each day, you're like, well, maybe I can do a little bit better. Maybe I could go a little bit slower on my reps. Maybe I can go up a little bit of weight. Maybe I can do one more rep. Maybe if it's a ten, maybe if it's a ten set. Maybe if it's one of your legit sets that you're doing to actually work out, not your warm up set, and it's supposed to be ten reps. And at around five, you realize these next five are going to be easy. Maybe you slow down your eccentric. You slow down your concentric. You you have a squeeze. You you pause where it's difficult. To make those last five reps with your set of ten that you're supposed to be pushing yourself with to to actually make it count. So it's having that mentality of every single set that you are working out with. Not your warm-up sets. You're giving it your all and you're pushing yourself physically and mentally as hard as you can. Not your warm-up sets. Those are just... Getting your body warmed up, you should. I'm. You should never go into a a workout and immediately start hitting your sets with the what you think you you can do. You're gonna you're gonna kill yourself that way. That's just a very horrible idea. I'm not at all saying that. So are rest days important. Um, if nobody's overtraining, do we need rest days at that point? Yes, you do. Of course, you need rest days. If you don't take rest days, eventually you're gonna overtrain yourself and get hurt. And then you're going to delay yourself from getting to where you want to be, whether it be physically or strength-wise. You're going to delay yourself because you're going to get hurt. So rest days are very important. So you need to take them if you have three days of work. And on those four days you're taking off, make sure you are taking them off uh, as real rest days. You could do light cardio to get blood moving through your body. Um, Making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure you're eating, you're still eating the right food, getting enough water and properly hydrating yourself. Because rest days do not mean that it's an off day and nothing applies and calories don't count and you are fine if you don't drink any water or get any sleep. That's not true. Every day counts. So make that rest day count. Make that be the best rest day. That you can make it be. Get some blood moving through your body. And help your body to properly recover. um, From the workouts. Now here's a disclaimer for that. 1% of you guys that push yourself to the absolute limit. Each and every day. Because you're absolute beasts. If it's getting to the point now. Where you start to see small injuries occurring. Then it might be a good idea to either scale it back. Or take another rest day. Either way you need to start realizing that if you don't start changing what you're doing, you're going to eventually hurt yourself in the long run. So just remember that. Um that's a if you're put if you know you're pushing yourself every day and you know you're giving it your all and you leave the workout knowing that oh I could have done more or I, I could have done fill in the blank if you do, if you don't leave the workout uh, if you leave the workout and you don't think any of those thoughts those what if questions then I'm not talking to you about overtraining I'm talking about the people that are holding back because science says so like no sorry just just work out D- do the best you can get better make make small 1% changes because you make those 1% changes every day in a year, you've got 365% better. It's a huge score. It's great. That's amazing progress. So that's my little disclaimer for you. You 1% absolute beasts in the gym. Um, and, you know, pushing, I've already kind of touched on this, but pushing harder is important because number one, you'll get stronger. You'll, if you're trying to build muscle, you'll You'll build more muscle, um, but it also has a a really positive effect on your uh, mentality and how you approach different things, because you know that no matter what you do, you're going to try to do it better than you did the time before, and you're going to try to do it to the best of your ability. If you're always kind of just half-assing everything, then what's what's the real point i mean you you take that and you you pretty much apply it to everything else in life you you should never half ass anything because you don't feel like it or you're tired you should do it to the best of your potential or the best of your ability every single time and if it doesn't work out, then you step back you adjust and you get better and that's that's why I think it's so important that you. No matter what it is, you always try to push yourself to that next level every single time you you walk in the gym. So, how do you know if you actually did train too hard? Well, long term, if you start to see small little injuries come up, that's a very good indicator that you are pushing yourself too hard. Like small injuries as in like you you pull a muscle, um you your knees start to feel weird, your elbows feel weird, your wrist starts to hurt more, those are really good signs that um for me anyways, that something's wrong with my body. Um, another really good example would be if you let's say you hit chest and you hit it hard and you hit it you did, you made your 1% changes, and you did it better than you did before. And you got, you you did it better than last time. And you're, you're sore, which soreness comes from a variety of things, not just overworking yourself, but the next time you hit chest, four days later, or three days later, your chest is still sore. That could be an in- that right there is the biggest indicator that you you pushed yourself too hard. Now, on that workout, that particular workout, you might want to scale it back a little bit. Maybe not go as hard, so you don't end up hurting your chest. But if you're not properly recovering after each workout, and eating eating enough food and getting enough water and sleeping enough, then You can't just assume you're overtraining. You have to realize that there are other factors that could um, play a role in you not being able to... Or uh, with you still being sore the next day. But if you are still sore, that particular workout, just scale it back a little bit. And then next time uh, you hit chest, you go maybe one percent less that time just so you don't you aren't as sore and so in those next three or four days whenever you hit chest again you can hit it one percent more so you're always increasing and you're not going up and then down and then up and then down and then up and then down because you're always battling injuries so it's a very delicate balance of are you too sore? Are you sore enough? Because soreness stems from very different things. It could just stem because you did a weird workout and your muscles weren't used to it. That could be a reason you get sore. So you just need to realize that soreness comes from very different things. And being super sore doesn't always mean you went too hard. It could just mean you didn't sleep enough. So, that's my little two cents on overtraining. Um, once again, take it with a grain of salt. Overall, what I hope some of you take out of this is you're not overtraining. You actually need to be pushing harder. And if you think you're overtraining, you might be. If you don't think you're overtraining, you're definitely not. That's just how it works. Um, so, make sure you, to avoid it, you know, make sure you get in your sleep uh make sure you get in your the food that you need make sure you're hydrating enough and if all else fails and you know you're still super sore and you still see those injuries coming up then you might be overtraining but then and only then you can't just assume every single time you're overtraining yourself so make your one percent changes get better every every day and uh Hope you enjoy the um this episode because I think some people could get a lot of value out of this, and I think some of you, knowing this now, can reach uh, your next level because you realize that you're actually not overtraining, and you can push yourself harder, and you do, and then you make amazing results because of it. So. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you guys took some value out of this, and I will see you guys next time.